Welcome again, people, to our next episode of the Top Farm Podcast. The one year, highly anticipated, because the people them been not get ready for request, bro. <laughs> My ox, when did somebody have found back on the podcast? Isn't it? Fergie time, mm. it's number six. So, what go on, bro? As stressed as me, as it relates to United, or or what? What go on? I, I take it in a, in a stride, you know? I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me have to be um, me have to be realistic because all the all the kind of left we na spot a bother, you know. So yeah, yeah. With the change, with the change of management, kind of kind of be realistic about everything. So kind of um, kind of reduce my expectations. For the rest of the season because you know mm-hmm. with with new management things will take a little time to develop yeah. but so far so far you know good signs so far yeah we don't want to put all of the blame on Ole either because we don't want to sound mm-hmm. like we just have we just want to blame Ole alone it's just that yeah. to me he was just not the not the person for the job, is it me? As much as how he look away right now, but I still feel confident in the team. Like, I feel like top four is what we should be aiming for, and probably mm-hmm. a very good run into the Champions League. But oh, we just want to um, touch quickly upon the game today. You know, we end up winning. Mm-hmm. 4-2 against Leeds, you know, we know it's had a big derby and thing. What are your take on the game, brother? Um, at the end of the day, the three points was the most important thing. Um, mm. Because given the fact that it was a local derby, the atmosphere in the stadium is really intense. So, yep. you know, when the, when the atmosphere is like that in a local derby, football kind of, Football kind of go out the window in terms yeah, of yeah. the quality. In terms of the quality, but mm-hmm. as you can see today, boy, it was a. And then with the weather, the weather never make it um, better either yeah. because yeah. the pitch, the pitch was in horrible condition. The water lag and the yeah. ball basically did I get stuck in a different, get stuck on the pitch, you know. So um, all mm-hmm. things considered. We love the the whole you know unity of the team so they, they them really pull together and manage to get the three points so um i can't we can't really judge the gameplay given the circumstances um mm-hmm. but but the kind to of some dis- extent in the, yeah i have to judge it to some extent yeah man i have to judge it to some extent um because what, what i was about to say is the two goals that we can see uh one was a fluke really yeah, the yeah. first one uh rafinha score kind of hard to blame um the guy because Can't the condition yeah the condition contributed to that car yo when you look on when the man them the, the corner kick bro you see yeah. how the the corner flag bro basically <laughs> Basically, I lie down on the ground with the wind. Yeah, so yeah. That that kind of um contribute to that fluke goal. The second goal now is where we have a real problem. And it's something where we see we've been seeing for weeks now. With Luke, with Luke Shaw, bro. The man is always falling asleep at the back post. At, mm-hmm. Whenever the ball go over on the opposite side. It's yeah. like him totally lose focus and start ball watch. True, true. We can see a lot of goals. Exactly, because when you check yeah, the Bernie yeah. goal, the Bernie goal, the Bernie goal was him playing the man on side and the other yeah. side. From way over the other side, and I'm not looking across the defensive line at his centre-back position. Right? Mm-hmm. Then... Which was the next goal we can see? Was it against Southampton? Same thing again. The ball and the next side. And even though it was a combination of things that led to the goal, the last mm-hmm. part of that goal was Luke Shaw again playing the man on side. 
and he from yeah, his yeah. side not looking across the line at the center back. And then today again now, the man ghost in behind Luke Shaw at the back post to tap in the ball. So I think with assessing this game today, that is one of the mm -hmm. things that I'd love to highlight. That Luke Shaw, while in attack, he's very good. I feel like he's falling asleep too much in the games in, in, in crucial moments. So, Alex, tell us, would he be, in your opinion, our number one left back? Um, I think we need a new. I think we need a new left back, to be honest, because Alex Telles, the, the issue I have with him is he doesn't use the spaces that open up on the left side well. What he likes to do is he just likes to get the ball and just whip it into the box, right? But mm -hmm. sometimes I wish I, I wish he would combine more. Even when like with when Sancho is on the left side with him, he don't really combine with, with Sancho a lot. In fact, oh. we just get the ball, look up, and just yeah, try yeah. to fling out the, the square hopeful the ball. The back. Like a old school type of left back. Yeah. But you know, nowadays, if you look at the, 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 the best teams right now in the world, you have, they have more dynamic fullbacks. Mm -hmm. So they have mm -hmm. to be able to contribute more to the game. And on the, and on the defensive side as well, he's not really the best defensively either. So if he's not the best defensively, at least he should be very good offensively. But I feel like he's not really the, the most ideal person to how we want to play. We need more combination, especially with Sancho. Sancho really needs a left back. If we're going to continue to play Sancho on the left, Sancho mm -hmm. needs a left back who will be able to yeah, combine with him. Because, exactly. Because Sancho is a player that loves combination play. He likes to give yeah, and yeah. go and stuff like that. And he likes yeah, that's how we should be playing. That's exactly. how we should be so, playing in general. So, exactly. I mean, so, that's why so I even from. Come uh -huh. no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so, so to answer your question, tell us, I don't think he should be the number one. I think we should be looking, because Shah's age right now is mm -hmm. uh, about 20, 20, 26 or something like that. I think now would be a good time to, but the new manager, yeah. or if it's Ralph, if it's still mm -hmm. Ralph, maybe it's a good time for us to cash in on Shah and look for a a. a, 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 a a, a proper tell us tell us right now won't command much in the market he can be a, a backup but i feel like we need to improve and sure as as far as we see it we basically need a almost an entire makeover of the squad and um not to cut you but since we well we've been on the on the road and we get some feedback from a few united fans we are gonna make the people them hear it in this podcast same way you know, just just general feedback from different fans and what them what them think um, about the whole game. So you guys can listen to that. So we're up on the road again, top fan podcast, and we just asked one of them responses. You know, we're at the gym and our next United fan. We just want to know what is wrong at United. All right. So right now, I think United have the a good set of core ballers. Yeah. But honestly, I don't think they have the chemistry as yet. And See. Even though bringing in this new coach, in my view, mm. ideally, probably, it's not fair to him, but I don't think right now he's the answer for Manu. So, so who do you think should be the next permanent coach of that's United? That's a very good question. Um, <laughs> at one point, I know they were going after Zidane, Pochettino. Yeah. Kante probably would be a good mix, but uh, most of the legends were saying Kante is not a good fit for Manu. Uh, probably not for long term. Not for long term. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Ideally, that's a very good question. Honestly, the persons I would have want, mm. we can't get them. Which so is, who that? Who that? I don't know. Probably, I don't want to say but Pep, Pep is a great coach to me. Mm. Honestly. Also, um, what's his name? Shit, what's his name, man? This guy. He used to coach Ajax. He used to coach Ajax or well, Ajax now? He's Ajax, Ajax now. Oh, yeah. Tenag. Yeah. Tenag. But honestly, I don't, I don't think Ramnik is the answer. Okay. I don't think Ramnik is the answer. Because I noticed some of his style and philosophy so far, yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. in a couple of weeks, months that he has been there, mm. is not it for me. 
Okay. Probably some other person support it, but I don't mm -hmm. think he's the answer. That's just my opinion. Okay. Alright, there you have it again. An ex United fan. Yeah. And what do you say? Pochettino or Tenham? Because those seem to be the two. Yes, that we probably can get. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, I would probably want somebody else, but what we can get right now, that's mm. just the answer for me right now. Alright, boss. Yeah. Alright, respect for this fans. So the question then basically is one, who should be the next coach at Manchester United for the new season? And the second question is if we must keep Paul Pogba. Fans them from Top Form Podcast who want to know the Alright, two things. You see coach from right here just right him? From Ajax Tenag. Yeah, him, yes. Yeah. And second, yes, keep Paul Pogba. Keep them, Paul Pogba. Yes, them just not playing Paul Pogba in his position. Same. So like how we have like how Pochettino with their Tottenham and we know saying go to Champions League final and all that. Why you would you choose him over Ten Hag? As a man who have experience in the Premier League. You have a point. You have a point but mm. Because me personally, like, I prefer Ten Hag you know, over Pochettino because we see him go around the superstar in my PSG and, yeah. like, him fail. You see me? I just feel like we just need a first start. Yeah, that's why I'm going to choose the one for Ten Hag. Yeah. Alright, people, so I hear that. So, the, the poll says 100% Ten Hag over Pochettino. We go up on the road and people still are say Ten Hag over Pochettino. So, Reach out to us 332-2088 and let me know in the feedback. Yeah man, it's a top fan podcast today up on the road with a random United fan and we just want to ask the boss what is wrong at Manchester United. Oh nobody asked that. Nobody asked that. Too much things <laughs> wrong, brother. Too much things wrong, brother. Uh, Too tell, much things wrong. I'll tell you two things Too much right. things wrong. First we need we need we, we, yo. We can't even talk, you know, brother. We can't even talk. You know. <laughs> so you yeah. think, so think Pochettino is right, coach? No, that's not the first thing. The first thing? Yes, yes, yes. So, we'll interrupt this program to bring to you guys our very own carbon fiber wallets. It's the wallet with a trigger. You see me, I'm not talking about a gun, but it does protect your credit card information with the RFID protection. It's extremely slim. It can hold up to 12 cards as well, and it comes in a money clip. Now, it's only 2500 Reach out, get the wallet, them. Let me know. For the people that want to try to grow them beard like myself, Yes, me. We have the beard oil kit. Them. <laughs> we have a beard right still, but you know, some people feel them think kind of rough and the girl them want to fix up on the thing, bro. So just link up, you know, the beard oil. Them. When you get the beard oil, it's really a full kit for $3,000. You guys get shampoo, conditioner, oil as well. And yeah, just reach out and get the thing, them. Is it me? But Bruno Fernandes, I look at mm. some stats here. So from um, Fergie Time 876 Twitter page, of course, you can find them on Twitter at Fergie Time 876. But Bruno's passing accuracy I'm seeing here is 49% against Leeds, 16 out of 33. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but wow. it's, like, it's almost as if it's hard to blame him because at the end of the day, him have got produced that that um just that moment of brilliance where probably get, get us a goal or assist. But what your assessment from Bruno? Bro, Bruno <laughs> Bruno divides opinions because of because for that same reason that you mentioned. He mm -hmm. 
Because, okay, if you look at the goal that Ilanga scored today, man, what, what a brilliant play from Bruno to, to set that up. So, I mean, that's the, that's the brilliance of Bruno, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like we have to take the good with the bad, but I just think that in certain situations, and it, it, it even, I feel like it got worse since um, Cristiano um, came to the club because... Yeah, yeah. What he's doing is, if you look at him when he's in the attack, mm. most times he's trying to force the ball to Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. I understand the thinking behind it, you know, because Cristiano Ronaldo is supposed to be, if not the best player in the world, um, it's debatable. You know, Messi versus mm. Cristiano. So, yeah. yeah. But and in terms <laughs> of his goal scoring, right? Mm. Um, but I just feel like some of the times, Bruno has better options where he can still pass the ball forward, um, creating opportunities. But he still chooses to force it to Cristiano Ronaldo as, you know, because he thinks that Cristiano Ronaldo. But in this moment, Cristiano kind of off farm and Bruno needs to involve his other teammates um, outside of Cristiano. Try to get the ball more Sancho, you know, and... Just, just mix it up a bit. I feel like the, him, his passing accuracy is even lower now because he's forcing the ball to, to mm-hmm. Cristiano. Yeah, yeah. But Do we you have think? To, we, mm-hmm. no, sorry, yeah. just if you think Cristiano is our best number nine, because me personally, I think him, he's a better number nine than Cavani. Um. The issue we have now is that Cavani can't stay fit, and um, it's it's like we have no we we have no option, no other option but to play Cristiano. I agree with you that I don't think I think Cavani, given how we want to play, mm-hmm. is better in terms of pressing from the the front. Yeah, because Cavani never stops running, and maybe that's why he's always always injured because he's a guy where him give him all when him when he's on the pitch. Yeah, so, yeah. But 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 I feel Christian, especially now he's half form. You know, some chances the man get him run and miss it. You know, honestly, the man has cost us in recent weeks. <laughs> the some of the draws that we have mm-hmm. in recent weeks, bro. If Cristiano just bury one or two of those chances, we easily, yeah. easily, comfortably in fourth, maybe even third above mm-hmm. Chelsea. So him as a number nine, we have to get we we cover any contract basically up. He he yeah. he'll, he'll be gone in the summer. Cristiano, we're not sure what's going to happen with him, but I feel yeah, like we, we need have to, to make buy top up. four. We have to make Champions yeah. League top four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most definitely, he's gonna leave if we don't make champions. The, 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 the top four, but either way, yeah. even if he even if he stays, we still need to go get a young number nine between the age, you know, twenty to twenty five that age to come in, um, because Marshall is basically out the door. Oh, Rashford, yeah, Rashford can't really play the number nine position because he's not a number he's nine. Like, Exactly. So we have to go and buy a number nine. So I wouldn't, I don't see Cristiano as the number nine and Cavani is basically out the door. So we need to, we need to go in the transfer market for a number nine. Uh, quickly, Sebastian Haller, the, the striker for Ajax right now. We are, we are preaching this whole Tenab thing. <laughs> it's with, all the, with all the pig emoji and them thing there. <laughs> Which we find very funny, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> you, you, do you see him making a return to England and being that number nine for United? Because if you really look on him, scoring stats right now, you know, and he's a baller who actually have experience in the Premier League. Could you see him as, as one of the candidates for the number nine? Because we definitely have to go in the market. Possibly, but my only fear is that 
and maybe at the time of, of his career, it wasn't really ideal for him. When he went to West Ham, um, he struggled, right? Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't. It didn't. Yep. It didn't really work out for him. Um, the next fear I have is that in the Dutch league, um, the teams that he is facing in the Dutch league, I don't think. But it, it's. I don't think they're up to the standard of. Yeah, um, the other the other major European league, but we can't ignore the fact that he's uh, he, I think he's the top scorer in the Champions League. Yes. So, yep. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of conflicted. Um, mm. if we go for Ten Hag, it might be an option. Um, but I just feel like United will try to get Erling Haaland. I just feel like they'll try to get it. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like they will. They will try. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying that they will, but I feel like they will go all out for him mm-hmm. if if we get um if we get Ten Hag. I feel like they will go all out for him, but I don't think we will get him. But I'm not. I can't. I don't know. I, I can't really get, go 100 percent on Sebastian Hala. I have apprehensions. With regards to him, same, same. But so, I think Kane, Kane, Kane too. Kane, Kane might be uh-huh. an exception, but I think he's too old. I think he's getting too old right now. Yeah, and Ralph yeah. don't like Ralph don't like sign people who will be going on to them last contract, as he clearly states. So that's another yeah, thing. Yeah, for real. And I mean, I feel confident with even Ralph going into them advisory role as they would call it because mm. if we really look on the man track record bro, like I feel like slowly but surely we can get things on the right track again it's just that we united it's almost as if we kind of fear change a bit like we, we, we not try to be unorthodox when it come on to like the signing patterns I mean I say um, but I understand say, the man them have to go for like them English based players or you, you have a quota for English based players, but we can't keep on and make the sign in them like a Luke Shaw or a Harry Maguire when we could have get like a Kulibali. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, fully understand. Fully and I, and, and I fully agree as well. And I think that 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 also is coming from because I remember when um I'm sorry to be bringing up Ole again, but I remember when him and um, his team came out and said they they would basically be looking at getting you know more English players into the team. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like that direction I hope with Ralph going into that role. And and the next thing I'd like to say is if if Ralph if it's not Ten Hag, I would prefer if Ralph stays as the manager. I would with, with the way all the money that the go on? With the way all these players that directing? I wonder that tough. Bro, but Let's that's the thing you know, it, it, that's the thing, you know, bro. We, we need to stop cuddling these players, you know, because it has mm-hmm. been almost five that's years true. now and they haven't they haven't delivered and the pitch, so it's it's full time now. It, it, it's full time now. We deal with the situation with players as yo get in where you fit in. If you can't sit in, bro, you're cut. Yeah, you know, you know say yeah. left, left the ends, man. Yeah, you know? yeah, you have a valid point because the last manager we have, where, as you, as I put it a while ago, when you start baby them, the last manager yeah, that we had who actually won a title, Jose Mourinho. You remember say okay. The man is never okay. afraid for evil. Rough up all Pogba and them man. Okay. man it, it turned out to us getting a title. So, uh, I definitely agree. Definitely agree with that. But, um, the skipper, Harry Maguire, got the very first goal. Like, what, what, what do you think about, about Harry Maguire? Because before the game, I was saying that he probably just need, like, for us to hold the bench a little bit. I will see how Varan and Lindelof look or Varan and Bailey are. However, but 
with him getting a game, with him getting a goal against Leeds, considering that we're playing a very important fixture in Atletico Madrid next. Can't bench him, man, brother. No, I can't bench him. No, you know why? Um, I'm not fully. I'm not, and <laughs> by no means. <laughs> I'm trying to defend Harry Maguire right now because trust me, bro, that man is very frustrating to watch. Um, but what I feel, Harry Maguire, I feel at the moment is more comfortable playing alongside Lindelof because they have years together, right? They 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 somewhat mm-hmm. understand each other. I feel like with Harry, if we're going to continue with Harry, yeah. we're going to persist with Harry. Harry needs a summer with Varan to, to train together, to understand each other in order for them to really work. Because if you notice the last two games with Lindelof and Harry, we looked somewhat solid. If, mm-hmm. if the two goals today, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. One of the goals, whatever. But as I said, that game was kind of different because of the whole atmosphere and all of that. But... um. You can't, I just feel like Harry and Lindelof should play against Atletico Madrid because I, the issue with Varane is he, he keeps being in and out of the team and it's kind of mm-hmm. affecting the whole chemistry of the back line. So I just think stick with Harry and Lindelof right now. Because, mm-hmm. um, and I just want to add, Lindelof has been our best centre back this season when he plays, the best centre back out of the three of them. This season, that mm. in my opinion, um, even the oh, run he see. made today to, to combine with Sancho was brilliant. Um, so I would stick with Lindelof and Harry for the the Atletico Madrid. Harry's main problem is that when the pressure start turn up, like opponents have a little five ten minutes spell, with the pressure yeah, yeah. turn up, he, he can't handle the pressure. You get what I mean? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'll stick. I'll stick with them for Atletico Madrid. Another quick question, bro. Because look on the page, same way, Fergie time eight seven six. And yeah, look, I actually agree with you as it relates to Rashford. Um, Sancho being the best player. Uh, quick rundown: fifty six touches, seventy four percent passing accuracy, three total shots, three key passes, and nine recoveries. Said that again: nine recoveries. Nine. And for a right, for a left winger, a winger, and he got two assists. Now, the question I'm going to ask him, I'm going to ask him a regular question, brother. But I am, I am looking at the game from the probably the spectrum of the manager. Was it smart to have mm-hmm. Sancho play the entire 90 minutes with the Champions League coming up? Seeing that he is statistically right now one of our best playmakers, our winners. Um... I feel like he, the intention wasn't for him to play 90 minutes. But I feel the two goals that we conceded, the mm. quick two goals that we conceded forced him to play him for 90 minutes because we needed to win this game today Yeah. if we wanted to continue the top four ambitions. Mm. So I feel that played into his mind as well because Sancho was the one who provided the assist for the go-ahead goal for Fred. So it was a, right, the right, right decision to, to lead him to leave him on. Mm-hmm. Um, if we if we had remained in the lead up to about seventy minutes, at, yeah. if if it had remained two 0 I felt like I feel like he would have um, stayed on the pitch. I mean, he would have substituted him, but the game changed when they went when they they, they equalized. So he had to really keep keep him on. Um, but yeah. but we also have to remember, you know, Sancho ha- wasn't playing a lot when Ole was in charge at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season. So his legs should still be fresh. He should be able to, you know, to to to, to do a, a back-to-back ninety minutes right now. Because well, in, in the, the, the so. bench for a, a few, in the, on the bench for a little while, a couple yeah, of yeah, few yeah. games at the beginning of the season. So he should be fresh. I like the fact that him take off Pogba because Pogba in the first half was a beast. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, as he said, he got tired. So that as well should work in work in our favor. Yeah, that midfield midfield right now is very mm-hmm. fragile too, you know, because I mean, uh, McTominay who we just have to make him play till he run to a wreck. We can't. We literally cannot afford for any of the midfielders to get injured right now, especially how we have Van der Beek again for the rest of the yeah. season. So it's thin. It, it, it really thin. The numbers in our midfield. Yeah, it's just a, and like I feel like he, he doesn't trust Matic. I think. I don't know. Matic was Matic was on the bench today. Uh, I think yeah, he, he, he was. Yeah, 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 he was. But I don't. You don't look like him trusting. At all. Uh, trust him in this game either because we, you know so it leads them can like catch you on the counter. We, we definitely no man in general. Fred. Oh, in general, I mean. Yeah, in general, because he hasn't played. When was the last time Matic played? You know, a long time. Him not play. Yeah, me feel like what well, well, Madu still is just get rid of the dead weight. I mean, I said this unapologetically. Mm-hmm. One matter, Matic, they need to go, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to go. Like, Fact. I don't know if you don't realize it. And maybe the two players, I don't know, but it was basically Chelsea's what left. Those two yeah. players specifically. And as much yeah. as all I understand, some matter are getting coaching license and thing. It's really time for us to move on from that, right? Like, the midfield needs to freshen up, bro. And I just yeah. the real fans, I got understand the way I got you right now because we Manchester United had one of the biggest um biggest transfers you know, over the January transfer window. You know, I, mean, I wonder if nobody not realize. But Woodward is gone. That's one of the biggest transfer them for the January <laughs> window. I tell you, bro. It's yeah, almost as if as a team, we have to just stick together. Rough times. The only thing I ask the man to do, I just secure the top four and we get a memorable run in the Champions League. That's I, I just that me want for them right now. Well, let me ask you a question though. Yeah, um, what if do you think us missing out on the top four would benefit us in some way in terms of um, the league? Absolutely. Look at look at Arsenal right now. Arsenal have a, Be- Arsenal have game in hands, game in hand, mm. and then basically in a, in a no competition. Uh, it's kind of hard to use Arsenal. I mean, I may, may see your point, but I really don't want to use Arsenal as, as an example <laughs> because <laughs> the, the, their situation is a little bit is a little bit different in terms of mm. the quality that they possess, right? So it's, it's as if it benefited them, but they couldn't capitalize on it fully because well, of the quality. That is that Arsenal. But that's a typical yeah. Arsenal. Like, <laughs> you know what if, mean? Like, no, I'm not trying to shut them or nothing, you know. But mm. I see it time and time again where they get the opportunity to like, just take it to the next level and... When on one thing or the other, when them now make the investments at the right time, forget like that one player, if you take them over into the top four, them not do it, or them just not take them chances. But with United now, as bad as things may look, I feel like it would have be a blessing in disguise. Mood the one that comes still on my top yeah. four, you know, right. but it, it, it would be I fully agree with you, bro. I fully that's why I asked the question because I was thinking along the same lines as well that it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if we didn't make top four. Um, It would be, I mean, of course, we want top four. Who's going to say no, we don't want top four? But I mean, looking at it from a a bigger picture to say that, yo, if we we didn't make top four, we would have enough time to focus on the league solely and, and, and with the quality that we will have, it should mm-hmm. be enough to, 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 to make a real challenge for the league. I mean, miss, honestly, bro, I miss winning the league in Africa. 
we miss winning the league, bro. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, me, me, me understand the other trophies and all of that, but the league are the bread and butter. I would have loved to be yeah, champions yeah. and all of that. But the league are with bread and butter, brother. The bread and butter. So if if it takes missing out on the top four for us to mount a serious title challenge in the league mm-hmm. next season, with the, the right manager in charge, with the right recruitment, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't be so downhearted about it. Mm. You believe, say, a player like Jesse Lingard, it feels that time for Jesse move on now? Because today, I feel like him playing on the right kind of gave us a different dynamic over than he used to. As he might get the ball inside, outside, and him consistent. Like, whenever I'm interchange with Bruno. So, yeah. is it should we let but him go? Jesse, Jesse wants to leave. That's one. So I don't think it comes down to if we should let him go. If a player doesn't want to be at the club, mm. any player that doesn't want to be at the club, I think we should sell them. We shouldn't be begging any player to stay at the club because they, I feel like that creates problems. That makes them feel as though they're bigger than the club. But so what if... if he wants, uh-huh. What if the new manager who comes in? What, what if he fits in perfectly in the new system? Like, what if the what if the next manager come in and say, "Hey, Moan Jesse in the team," like, "Oh, that go go," because yeah. obviously him can yeah, still it, play it, it, at it, the it, highest it, level. Yeah, but it still come down to Jesse. If Jesse wants to stay, and the manager wants him to stay then fine. But if Jesse doesn't want to stay, I don't believe in begging nobody to stay. <laughs> Sell mm-hmm. him. Because at the end of the day, bro, we've been, as as I said earlier in the program, we've been cuddling these players too much. And yeah. any player that don't want to be at the club, that don't want to fight for them place at the club and, and, and bleed on the pitch for Manchester United, to any sell him, sell him, sell him. I understand <laughs> that. I understand that they might have um quality and whatever and all of that. But we need a group of players, bro. And this is coming from Fergie. days coming straight down, brother. We need a group yeah. of players that willing to die on the pitch for Manchester United. Not no half and half player that one foot in, one foot out. If Jesse decides that, yeah. listen, if, Je- if the new manager comes in and Jesse and the manager sit down and Jesse say, okay, yo, really, really and truly more of the stay butter because you never mm-hmm. get the playing time and all of these things and it's what they come to understand. And that manager can get the best out of Jesse Lingard, then okay, fine. But if Jesse is insisting on going, get rid mm-hmm. of it. Because at the end of the day, while he has his qualities, he's not a world beater. And he's not, he's not um, on the level of some of the other players that we could. We can, listen, we can probably go out there and find 10 Jesse Lingard to replace Jesse Lingard. You know what I mean? It's not like... We do. You know, it's not like... It's, it just come down to recruitment, bro. You have mm-hmm. players out there. Okay, look at Anthony. Anthony from Ajax. Yeah, yeah. That plays no, for Ten Hag. Isn't he a better player than Jesse Lingard? I would say he's a better player than Jesse Lingard on the right yeah, side. Yeah, he's a yeah. Dy- he's a dynamic player. So, get rid of Jesse then. Have to replace him. <laughs> can't replace him. Can't deal with the ego. Jesse, Jesse, he's on social media with him brother. A stir-up mm. problem. And all these things, brother, we don't need all of that right now. I make yeah. Instagram posts and all of that. I'm annoyed by those things, man. <laughs> yeah, I feel myself a human being, you know, but honestly, Jesse is at a stage I'm career now. Eh? Big last contract. I try to secure his um commercial side of the, of the game because, as you know, football is a business and he have the whole brand with the jailings thing, so... To me, if he leaves, he should definitely go to West Ham. I feel like London would be a, would be a good place for him. Showcase him skills and you see him look comfortable at West Ham already. So, 
If anything... No, but go hear the thing now. Jesse got the opportunity to go, you know. He get the opportunity to go to West Ham. And because him love man, and because Cristiano <laughs> Ronaldo come and him want to be a part of the hype, him decides say he's not going. <laughs> so, right now, I'm not sorry for him. <laughs> I hope the... the, the I hope the statement will love man the cause no problem. I have nothing I you, you know what I mean? But yeah, <laughs> bro, you know, like come on man. He had the opportunity to go. He let Ole convince him not to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. No Ole got sacked and now you're in a problem. He should have gone when West Ham went in for him, he should have gone to West Ham. Yeah, yeah. Because that was the ideal fit for him. But mm-hmm. then Ronaldo came in. And everybody gets hyped. Everybody say, oh, <laughs> not going anywhere. So, and honestly, that signing still to me is a blessing in disguise. As we know, as we as we keep on I say, him go get the goals. Not the best player right now, not the best number nine, but he's gonna get us goals. And the the, the look up here, though, man, you got you right now. We kind of didn't need that togetherness. Like, Ole did it for a time. And I feel like he timed it up. Ronaldo is going to do it for a time. And we know set in time zone, probably a year, few months or, or additional year. But there is no way we can end this podcast without asking about two key questions. First one, Paul Pogba. Because we basically have stripped the squad, you know, just like get rid of the dead weight. The situation mm. with Pogba now, is it smart to lose Pogba on a free transfer for a second time? That that not going to look good for our team, bro. Well, we think could be the best solution. Yeah. Um, I think if we were going to sell Paul Pogba, we should have sold him. Um, in January, but the issue was he wasn't even fit. So yeah. nobody is going to buy a player that <laughs> was yeah. injured. So it was a sticky situation where that is concerned. And, um, and I need him right now. No, we will need him, but again, I I have to uh, reiterate that yo, if a player don't want to stay from, just let him go. Pogba mm-hmm. needs to him. Pogba needs to also show his commitment to the club because yo, I heard that there's a big. I will, if we if we listen to the rumors, I hear that there's a big contract at the, on the table for him, you know, for him to mm-hmm. sign yeah. a contract that will put him on the same level, close to um to David, um Sancho and all these all these players. Yeah. He, he, you know, and. He's still not. He has still not decided whether he wants to stay or go, and he's going to do that at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I believe that he's going to end up at at PSG. PSG. At PSG. I would love if he stays, but mm-hmm. if if he decides that he doesn't, there's yeah. I would love if he stays at United, but if he doesn't, then what can we do? It's just one of those situations. It was poor management. The, the board managed the Pogba situation, but they, they didn't deal with it properly. And again, we might lose him on a free, sadly. Yeah. <sighs> kind of rough. To me, the entire club is at a standstill. It's almost as if the players are waiting to see who will come in or yeah, the manager. coach go use them. But I will say, though, that if we do get Ten Hag, when the Beaker comes straight back in another team. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'll be in well. You know? <laughs> but um, yeah, you're saying at probably time to get rid of Luke Shaw, but I have a player on a right back when him one Bisaka. Um I don't see I don't see United selling Luke Shaw and Bisaka. I'm almost no. sure my arcs are right now. If you prefer to sell Shaw or Bissaka, you go sell Bissaka. I don't even know what I'm 100%. 100%. I don't think Bissaka have a good resale value either. Nobody now buy him. I'm going to buy Bissaka. And 
it's gonna be for little or nothing. But if if we yeah. get ten minutes, ten mil, uh, Crystal Palace enough. No? Not true. I still think he's a good player. It's just that I stick to a message from the one. I feel like he'll be better in a back three, the right side of the back three. And to, it just never happened because I was seeing big plans for, for um, one Bissaka, you know, when we were interested in getting Kante. Because I could see that back three with Bissaka around there. I'm sure set would have that extra cover. Because it would either like right between, imagine Bissaka right between a right back and a centre back. None can go past him, just a brother. <laughs> but you know, work out that way, and we need a right back. Yeah, we definitely need a right back. We full back positions need improvement, but yeah, I would get rid of Bissaka before before Shaw. Before Shaw. Even though they don't really. Even though they don't really affect each other's position, but if we were supposed to get rid of a fullback, I would um I would get rid of one Bissaka because I just think Bissaka is a is a is a low call it maybe a seven seven to ten position team. Ten seven to twelve position team, he would fit that mm-hmm. team perfectly. But for teams who are trying to be more expressive in attack. You know, who yeah. wants to attack like Liverpool and the Cities and the Bayern Munichs and the Real Madrid? If you want yeah, to attack yeah. like that, Bissaka, Bissaka's profile is not the type of fullback you would really want to go for. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, before, before we close off, though, bro, um, March is looking very, very interesting for United. Like we, have, we have some very important fixtures coming up. But we just want to ask you quickly, the predictions. Uh, United is traveling to Madrid, Spain, capital, mm-hmm. to face Atletico Madrid. Um, what are your predictions on this game as it relates to the scoreline to the first leg? Uh, I'm going to go with 1-1. One, 1-1? One, one. One, one. One, one. Yeah, because both teams basically are... I mean, Atletico Madrid's form is a little bit more, is a little bit, yeah, it's bad. It's not that good, but they won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they, I think the game, they won on the weekend 4 nil. Was it 4 nil or 3 nil? So they have a bit of confidence going into yeah, man, this midweek game. Solid and you know, Champions League teams, yeah. League form, so they won 3 0, right? Yeah, 3 0. I think they won, yeah, yeah, 3 0. So, you know, yeah. Champions League team farm, farm kind of goes out the window when it when, when it's two well known mm-hmm. teams like Manchester United, Atletico Madrid. So, and then, yeah. um, Simeone, Simeone knows how to get these players up for games like these as well, mm-hmm. you know, he knows sure. how to fire them up. So, yeah, United better be prepared. Don't watch the. F- they, I hope they don't look at their farm and say, "Oh, we should be yeah, winning them for granted." Yeah, this is a knockout game, and mm-hmm. they should be up for it. But I just think that at the moment we're not so assured around the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we will concede. Hopefully, we can outscore them. But I think it will be one-one. All right. Well, two key players in that game. Luis Suarez, who has a pretty decent record against United. And then you have Cristiano Ronaldo, who I know absolutely love playing against Atletico Madrid. So mm-hmm. that will be a pretty good game, you know. But um, yeah, you guys can look out for more content as it relates to United, the Premier League, and just Europe in general. We're trying to push for more content, but it's I definitely want to. One of my favorite episodes every time we link up for every time it's ever six car. You're not all foolish, brother. You're not yeah, all foolish. Like, every time. Yeah, man, because may I tell us some of the fans are delusional to me, bro. May I tell yeah. us some of the I, ones I just are the emotions, man. Emotions I get the better most of the fans and them can't deal with the trolling more. So it's like them just. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, but, but we definitely have to link up in a match because I look on the schedule and this looks serious. We have Manchester City on the 6th. We have Tottenham on the 12th. The second leg with Atletico Madrid on the 15th. And to close off March, we have Liverpool at Anfield. Wow. <laughs> yeah. March of, March of death. March madness, boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> was serious. Was serious, serious. But you guys can definitely look out for more, for more content. Um, as we say again, big up Fergie Time eight seven six. You guys can follow them on Twitter, Fergie Time eight seven six. And what is the the handle for, for Instagram again, bro? Same thing, Fergie Time eight seven six. All right, and then follow us as well, Top Farm Podcast on Instagram. You know, I'm, not, I'm not really the Instagram person, but we are checking, bro. To be honest to the fans, um, we haven't really been posting on Instagram. It's mainly Twitter, but we still have an yeah. Instagram page. But that's like, um, top farm, I'm not really at the <laughs> So we kind of stay in the Twitter spaces. You know, so, for real, for real. Yeah. And then for the other fans for the other fans like Arsenal, Chelsea fans like we get in there bro. Like we we soon have a reason in the same way. You know things just take time bro and we have to live a life similar brother like we, we don't work for sure. Sky Sports and them thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes sir. We just I do it for the love, you know I just the love we don't really get paid. We just love, we just, you know, even if we get a little change, I know more yeah. things, I just the love, man, I just the love, you know? Yeah, man. Love so of the game, the beautiful game. Yeah, man. So, big up again every time, bro. Respect for pass through. And, yeah, man, we just want go on. Just go and pray for the team and hope Rashford can catch a piece of farm, man. <laughs> we just... Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, for the so gone, but top form podcast, big up all the listeners and out. Yeah man, big up, bless it. Everyone, so